0: What a. And day And welcome to this week's episode about the all. And what do we mean by that? Today, we're going to talk about energy, and in particular, the energy that is everything and everywhere all at once. This energy, or life force, is called many things. We'll call it the all. So let's get going. Let's get down to the crux of things and explore what we really are. It's a little like the Matrix in a way where we are caught in an illusion. And this illusion feels so real that this is all we can see. Mm-hmm. We believe it to be gospel, to be true, to be all there is. Yet many of us have been exposed to the truth, and while we might intellectually get it, we keep going back to the illusion because it feels so real. And this illusion keeps all of our attention focused on the physical world. But the thing is, what, what we can't see is actually more real and more fundamental to life than what we do see. It is everything. It is the all. But we'll come back to that.
1: Having a background in science, particularly physics, I was fortunate enough to be exposed to a vast array of scientific knowledge as I grew up. Now, physics began centuries ago, beginning with the father of physics, Galileo, and then through to Sir Isaac Newton, and then through to the game-changing Albert Einstein. But now we have quantum physics, which has completely changed the game again. So quantum physics, for those of you who don't know, goes right down to the smallest levels imaginable of matter and basically shows us that there is an invisible energy realm everywhere. There is nowhere it is not. In fact, it is actually what forms reality. So with this view of physics, what we know now is the universe and everything in it is made of nothing but waves and particles of energy, and these particles of energy and waves mingle together.
0: Our thoughts, feelings and emotions, and our consciousness, which are all energy, play the most important role in our life experiences, but because we don't see them, we don't think about them, or understand them, or use them how we could. For all of us that have been on the personal development journey, what we know now is what many of the great masters have told us and taught us, which is that to change our world, it's simply a matter of changing our expectations and beliefs, or even more, changing our thoughts and what we really focus on to know what you don't want to see, but what you want to see. And this is both difficult and easy to do. Mm -hmm. Both at the same time, but we'll come back to that later.
1: So, yes, sitting in your chair, be a sceptic, roll your eyes, be caught up in the illusion, be stuck in the matrix, because that's a really easy place to be. But let me give you some examples of what we didn't believe or believe was possible, and now we take for granted. So I want you to think, let's go back 200 years, and you're in the room and you're telling someone that in the future you will be listening to a radio program playing music from a location that's miles away and you would hear it all through these little things called speakers. Or similarly you would be watching something called a television with multiple channels or even more streaming movies on demand through something called the internet where all this information is available at the click of what we call a mouse. Or when you need to travel to another country, you will board what's called an aeroplane and you'll hurtle across the sky at 900 kilometres an hour and at ten to 12,000 metres in the air. Seriously, 200 years ago, if you told people these things, they would have locked you up for lunacy and heresy. They would have thought you were completely crazy. What about thoughts, Jenny?
0: Thoughts are things. Thoughts are vibrational energy waves that interact and influence the universe the force, the sphere of potential, God, whatever it is you want to call it. To be inclusive, we're going to refer to it as the all. Every thought you think now in the past or in the future, and time is another subject in itself, oh, yeah, it is. creates a vibration that goes out into the all, extending forever. And these vibrations meet other vibrations, which then combine into a conglomeration of energy. And when you get enough energy together, it forms matter. As Einstein told us, matter is simply formed out of energy.
1: And he was a pretty smart dude, oh, Einstein. So what you think you are is not who you really are. So you know what? You see life that is limited to the sands in your hourglass, and we've talked about the hourglass before in another podcast. It starts from the day you were born through to the day when you die, and then it's all over. So you see yourself as just being a physical being, but your body is not the real you. It's actually only a tiny fraction of who you really are. 99.99% of who you are is actually invisible. As Yoda said in Star Wars, "Luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. And it's actually a great way to phrase it, right? Don't feel like the year alone though, because we've all fallen into the trap that we are our body and that the world around us is nothing but matter. We are in the matrix and we believe the illusion.
0: So what exactly is reality? Bernard Despignet, the renowned French theoretical physicist, defined reality stating that consciousness itself creates the material world. Thoughts are things. It's not a far stretch to question that everything that you think is real isn't. Physicists particularly quantum physicists, have begun to postulate that the two fundamentals of physical reality in space and time are not what they seem and are nothing but extremely convincing illusions. They've seen a chaotic micro-universe where things no longer follow some of the old laws and, quite frankly, it does some pretty weird shit.
1: Yeah, it sure does.
0: (laughs) They know about the quantum world, but they can't always explain how it works. In fact, some of the more out there physicists believe that the fundamental laws of, of the material reality just don't work anymore. Mm-hmm.
1: So coming back to our dear friend, Albert Einstein, we've all heard his famous equation, E equals mc squared, haven't we? But what does that actually really mean to us in simple words? Well, to put it simply, what this shows is that mass and energy are essentially two forms of the same thing. Energy is simply free matter and matter is focused energy. There is an enormous amount of energy in everything, absolutely everything. And that is actually all we are. In fact, the average human being contains enough potential energy to light a city. How how freaky is that?
0: That's pretty amazing. What we're saying is that the material world is nothing but dense energy focused into particular regions. In fact, nothing in the world is solid, absolutely nothing, not you, your dog your mobile phone, your computer, your house, or the car you drive. If you break the world down to the atomic level, we see the atoms. However, it is mostly empty Mm -hmm. space. And then if you go subatomic, we just see that the particles are just enough energy vibrating in this empty space, and it only looks solid because the energy is vibrating at a slower speed than light. So that is exactly what energy is. It is vibrating particles which means that everything that you can see in touch is actually vibrating, vibrating at different frequencies.
1: Yep. So energy, this thing that is everything and everywhere all at once is a part of us. It surrounds us. But it's kind of like this weird little thing that's always present, but you can't see it. You can't smell it or touch it, take it on a date, hug it, give it a kiss, but you can influence how it flows to and through you. Energy is the building block of everything in the universe. So it is everything. Jenna, do you want to share your really cool energy experiment to show people that what we're talking about is very, very real?
0: Absolutely. I was introduced to this experiment over 20 years ago. I've used it many times in workshops and seminars. It's an excellent one. If you can work with a partner, it's fun too, or just solo. To begin, relax, and with your elbows bent – Hold your palms slightly cupped in front of you, facing each other but not touching. Concentrate on the space between your palms and you will begin to feel heat. As this heat becomes warmer, slowly move your palms apart from each other and then move them about while an energy ball forms between them. If you are working with a partner, ask them to put one of their fingers into the ball and they will feel a palpable mass. Mitch, can you feel that energy ball?
1: Oh, always. And you are really cool at this one too. So your energy ball's always bigger than mine. (laughs) (laughs) I I love this experiment. How cool is it, right? So I hope you've done that, just sitting there. And if you haven't, just stop the program now and actually just give it a try. Do it again or rewind it back to that spot. So you need to understand that you actually mold and shape this energy by your consciousness with your every thought, your every intention, and your every action. Your state, and by that I mean not just your physiology, but how you feel, what you believe, what you think, what you value, how you see yourself, your identity, your philosophy, and how you live your life affect how the energy flows from, to, and through you. And in turn, this affects how you vibrate and what frequency you vibrate at. And then how you vibrate affects and determines what you attract from the all or God or the universe or George or Mildred, whatever you want to call it, however you want to label it. So what you get coming back to you from the all is what is vibrating on the same frequency or wavelength as what you are thinking or feeling.
0: For example, if you're feeling joyous, grateful and excited, you send out high-frequency vibrations which then attract the same high-frequency vibrations back into your energy field. On the other hand, if you're feeling sad, down, angry, scared or negative, you are sitting at a low-frequency vibration and just attract that energy back into your life. For example, if you're scared of not having enough money or that there'll be a recession or that you'll never find the right partner, You simply attract more of that crap into your life. You see, the problem is while we might set a goal to be rich or financially independent, set up our affirmations and vision board, etc., but if our underlying thoughts continue to be of lack, or I never have enough, or who do I think I am, then this is the dominant thought, and this is what goes out into the all, which then attracts more of this to you, because that is where you're vibrating. We always attract the vibrational match. To what frequency we are vibrating at. We are the initiators of the vibrations and therefore the vibrational magnets. Or you could even say the cause. The all simply follows the energy you send out, and your thought vibrations attract other vibrations that match.
1: So it's kind of like we're like a tuning fork, right? You've all seen a tuning fork or heard one. So imagine that your vibration is that of a tuning fork that's tuned to the frequency of 440 hertz. Now you vibrating at 440 hertz, then walk into a room filled with hundreds of other tuning forks, which are all calibrated to not only 440, well, some of them are to 440, but others to different frequencies in the musical scale. And what will happen is that only... And I mean that, only the tuning forks of the same frequency at 440 hertz will go off and vibrate. Like forces attract like. It's been proven time and time again in physics. Now let's get a little funky here. Everything, I mean absolutely everything in the physical world as we know is connected to every other thing in the physical world because everything is energy. And energy is everything and everywhere all at once. So you are inextricably attached to the all. Things only appear separate because they're vibrating at different frequencies, just as we talked about with the tuning forks.
0: Think about this for a moment. Think about a time or times in your life when you've been thinking about something or someone and it or they happen to manifest into reality. Mm-hmm. We've all had this happen to us. I remember once thinking I needed to talk to a good friend of mine about a very important subject. In the middle of doing something else, I put off the call until I finished what I was doing, but I continued to think this thought. Lo and behold, before I'd finished my task, my phone rang. And yes, it was a good friend on the line. Her opening line was, I just had a feeling that I needed to call you. I don't know why. Coincidence? I think not. But how often do we call them coincidences and leave them at that? We're not thinking of what's really at work here. We don't see that our lives, who we are, our body and our spirit are a part of the all and are just energy at work all the time. Mm-hmm.
1: Most of the time, we're completely oblivious to it. We're in autopilot. We're in the matrix and we're stuck in the illusion of the physical realm. In fact, we energetically run on autopilot most of the time and employ this energy without realizing it or even aware that it makes any difference. So we end up using this incredible power that we have running on default and don't use the imagination of possibility.
0: So be aware that you and me and the gatepost and everything else (laughs) are all within this all. And this all is encompassing of everything and everyone. You have the power to choose your thoughts and shape your destiny. Choose wisely. Until next time, love and blessings.
1: See ya.